Hi, thanks for downloading. If you haven't already subscribed in iTunes, then please just press the subscribe button now. This is just a short introduction to a new segment I'm starting, originally and creatively entitled Tominous Interviews. And the basic idea is that I interview people who I believe everybody should be aware of, basically my idols. Um, this is the first one in this series, and I went up to London to interview Absolute Radio DJ Ian Lee. This is the full, unedited interview, and um, there are swear words in it, so if you are offended by that kind of thing, then I'd advise you turn it off now, or man up. Thanks. Um, hi, <laughs> this is... I'll do it for you. Yeah, yeah okay. Hello, dear listener. Uh, this is Ian Lee, uh, live from the Absolute Radio Studios. I'm joined by T- Tom. Tom? Tom what's Tom. your last name, Tom? Innes. Tom Innes, who uh, sent me an email asking if he could come and interview me. And I kind of said, yeah. So, Tom, Hello. interview me. <laughs> it's over to you now. I've done, I've done the introduction. Done you the can introduction. do the work Fantastic. now. Um... Oh, God, pressure. Uh, no pressure. Right, we'll start... It's just having a chat, isn't it? Look, you've <laughs> yeah. got questions there. It'll be fine. Yeah, we'll start with the basics. Um, yes. Tell us about yourself in very brief terms. Uh, what can I tell you? I'm me and Lee. Uh, I used to be on the telly. I used to do a programme called The 11 O'Clock Show. I did a programme called Rise. Uh, I've been doing radio for the last seven years. I'm a dad. I'm nearly 40. That's it. That's my life. Oh. <laughs> it's not bad, is it? No, it's, it's not right. bad. I feel almost now like I'm... I should be selling you more. End, end, end of the interview. Thanks very end much for coming. Bye. No worries. This has been fine. I've travelled for three hours. Just Don't rock while you're holding the video camera because yeah. you'll watch it and you'll go, oh, Jesus, I was rocking. Yeah. Um, so, we'll start basically. Yes. What did you aspire to be when you were a child? When I was a child, I wanted to be, uh, strangely enough, either a policeman. I wanted to be a policeman or an actor. It was one of those two things. Uh, uh, and uh, I, quite, I did quite like the idea of being a policeman. Would have been fun. Um, not fun this week. Uh, but then it was a, an actor, and I kind of tried out at RADA. I went to RADA for an audition uh, and loads of drama schools and stuff, and I didn't get anywhere because they said I was too young and I should come back in a year. Uh, but I failed my A-levels and ended up... I very nearly became a teacher. Very nearly became a teacher. But I ended up doing a, 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 a getting into a lovely performing arts degree at Middlesex University uh, where I was trained to be an actor... Um, and I also learned to do a bit of stand-up comedy and kind of ended up going off in that direction. All right, OK. Um, so with the stand-up comedy, did you start off high or were you doing these grotty bars at the back? Oh, the doing pub? the grotty bars all the time. I wasn't, I, I wasn't very good at it. I wasn't very good, but I was keen was kind of my catchphrase. Uh, and I very rarely made any money out of it at all. I never made a living out of it. I was kind of doing a lot of unpaid gigs and then I was signing on and doing a few gigs cash in hand. Uh, it was always a means to an end. It wasn't. I was never going to be a stand-up professionally forever. Should you have said that? The whole cash in hand signing. I off? think I've, I think I've kind of paid enough tax back now to cover to cover anything. Well, I, I remember once going into uh, the, the, when I was signing on, and I'd, I'd just done a gig for 120 quid, which was a lot of money for me then. Normally, I'd get maybe 15, 20 quid. I got 125 pounds, and I said, "Oh look, I've just done this gig, 125 pounds. I'd like to declare it." which means you kind of sign off for a week and I can't really remember. And, then, and the woman just went, do you know what, it's too complicated. Keep the money, love. Go on, you enjoy yourself. And that was that. So, um, And that was, you know, 15 years ago. I think I'm kind of... I don't think they're going to come knocking on my door now. Touch wood. You never know nowadays. You never know. No. Um, so... Obviously, the people who are... Sorry, I'm ar- while I'm talking to you, I'm <laughs> arguing with people on Facebook. He does this a lot, by the way. If you listen to his show, 11 to 1, Monday to Thursdays, on Absolute Radio. 
Yeah, well, I tell you what's happening here is I've been added. There's lots of groups on Facebook, and I've been added to the riots, debate, and solutions. So I've written, "Stop adding me to your shitty groups." Paul Tyler has said there is a leave group button on the right hand side. It's easy to use. I am now replying, "I'm going." Stop adding me to your stupid, pointless groups that achieve nothing except for filling my inbox with spam. There we go. That is a face of a dedicated man. And I'm now leaving this stupid, <laughs> stupid group. Oh, a massive grin on your face. I enjoy, I enjoy arguing on the internet. I enjoy it. A lot, really. <laughs> okay. Let's be honest, the internet is full of idiots, isn't it? Isn't well, it? Yeah. Nowadays. It was Nowadays. 20 years old. A ha- happy ago. birthday, internet. Yeah. Um, I don't know how, because it was made in the 60s, but people are saying it's 20 years old now. I think well, the inter- yeah, well, or is that the World Wide Web? Uh, World Wide Web 2.0, maybe. I don't know. I was going to read the article, never got round to it. No, the headlines are always more interesting. Yeah, exactly. Just skim read. Oh yeah. Okay. Next question. Next question. Um, obviously, those who are listening to this or even watching it can't tell that you're quite tall, but you are. I'm tall, but I'm shrinking. Are you shrinking? Yeah, I am shrinking. Oh, I used to be six foot four, and now I'm just under six foot three. Okay, that's still quite tall. Well, it's still quite tall, but it's disappointing. I went and had a medical. This was a couple of years ago. I had a medical, and she said, "Right, you're you're just under six three. I went, "Whoa, whoa, whoa, whoa no, I'm six foot four. She said, "I'll measure you again," and I was I was just under six three. So God knows what I am now. Oh dear. Okay, well, that doesn't sound too promising for me because I'm about, I'm about the same height. Oh, I look, uh, sorry, I'm trying not to. I, I, now I've left. So you're I getting can't, drawn in, aren't you? I can't argue. James Wilson has posted. Someone ain't been laid for a while, and I was going to write. Uh, yeah, that's not your mum, because I... But anyway. No. So, anyway. Be the bigger man. Yeah, be the bigger man. Let's turn this off. Let's Come go. On. Let's go. <laughs> um, but, yeah, you were quite tall. Do you feel that that sort of, when you were younger, sort of defined who you were or shaped your personality or anything like that? No. Not at all? No. Not really. I mean, I would get in trouble more than other kids, mainly because I was quite naughty, but also because if there's a there's something, you know, if there's a broken window and there are a group of kids and one is standing, you know, head and shoulders above the, the others, it's always like, you, come here. Um, but I don't buy this, this, uh, I was bullied, so I started being funny kind of thing. I was bullied a little bit, but I, I was kind of in the middle of the bullying chain, so I was bullied by some like high class bullies. But then I would do low class bullying to people below me in the in the food chain. All right, that I'm not yeah. proud of at all. It's, I'm terribly ashamed of it. You do know. you want to apologise to anybody in particular? I, I've apologised to a couple of people actually in real life, uh, oh. and there's a couple of other people I need to apologise to. I, I, have, I have no qualms about going up to people and saying, "Look, you know what? I fucked up. I'm really sorry." Oh, this t- this is actually quite touching. I'm a nice bloke. Do you if you join if you want I can be the radio Ian if you want me to do that. No, I'm I'm here to try and okay. find the really Ian. Because I can do the radio Ian is kind of it used to be me but it's kind of an act now. Yeah, I was going to ask about that. Um, how much do you actually put on when you're on the radio? Now quite a now quite a bit. When I was at LBC years ago, maybe sort of four, five, six years ago, I used to be, yeah, about five, six years ago, I used to be very angry. I was quite an angry person. And so I would have these rows on the air and I would genuinely be really annoyed with these people. I've got to keep an eye on the time. I would genuinely be really annoyed with these people and it would be, I would be carrying this anger around with me. Uh, nowadays, if I have an argument on the radio, uh, it, nine t- times out of ten, it's kind of uh, an act is maybe a, too strong a word, but I'm, I'm, I, I do like to emphasise that it's a radio show. You know, it's a show. It's a show, uh, and so it, what you're hearing is a show. You know, it's not like Tony Blackburn going on and introducing records, and, and you know, it's it's kind of a character. 
mm, I okay. think. Um, speaking of characters, some of your callers. Yes. What the hell? Really well, is going on with some of them? Some of them must. Are they stooges? What do you mean by stooge? As in mates of yours who call up and act like a dig. Okay. I can name, I'm sure. Do you throw some names at me and I'll tell you. Vinny. Vinny has become a friend of mine and um, I speak to him occasionally off air. Uh, but he's really like that. He's, he, 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 he was phoning me for a few years before I kind of said, uh, you know, I quite like you, let's, <laughs> let's go and do some stuff away from the radio. But he's, he's like that in real life. Oh, dear God. Okay, um, Andre. Andre's like that in real life. He plays up to it a bit, but he, he's like that in real life. Okay, and um, Barry from Watford is the last one. Well, what do you think of Barry from Watford? Well, I'm actually, I was actually quite sad. I did go and start Googling it yeah. and trying to find out who he was, and it was like Alex... Alex someone, I can't remember now. Low. I was unaware name. of that. I didn't know that. You didn't know? I didn't know that. He, what, I didn't know what you were saying. <laughs> uh, it, it was funny. He came and played at my uh, this variety night I put on called Set the Agenda, and uh, there were... Three. I thought everyone was in on the joke by now, but there were at least three people that came up to me and said, "I didn't know that Barry from Watford wasn't an old man." You know, um, so uh, Barry's been calling me for years. I used to work with Alex years and years ago on the Eleven O'clock Show, uh, and I didn't know the first time he phoned me up was at LBC. I didn't know he was going to phone me up, and I'm normally good at sussing out crank calls. I knew he wasn't a real old man, and it, it was only at the end of the call I thought, "I think that's Alex Lowe." Um, but he's brilliant, you know. And he's made a kind of a career out of that. He does Edinburgh shows and he's, he's been on TV with it and Steve Wright and all of these things. So, do you have any idea where the sort of idea of the character came from? Oh, I, I, I don't know how Alex, Alex's mind works. But we don't really... We don't plan the stuff that he's going to say. Every now and then he'll kind of say, what are you talking about on the show tonight? And I'll send him the topics. Um, or occasionally we might come up with something a bit more involved. But I always think his best stuff is when... Um, is when he's kind of I just throw stuff at him and he he has to think on his feet a bit. You're improv. Yeah, I think he's, he's I think he's brilliant at that. Are you? Would you say you're any good at the whole improv thing? Because listening to some of your shows, you do seem to rally off each other quite well. Yeah, uh, uh, improv in this context, yeah. I mean, I couldn't do a, you know, someone gives you a stick and you have to pretend that it's like a lightsaber <laughs> and all that shit. But yeah, in the context of this show, yes, uh, and I think you have to because you, the, my note. These are my notes in front of me here. As you can see, there is nothing. Um, tonight's show is slightly different because we've got a guest coming in and we've got someone on the phone and we're going to have kind of an argument about bootleg recordings. But generally, um, I can show you... I'll show you... Where's my phone? And I will show you what the, the prep for the show is. I used to do loads of prep years ago. But my prep for the show now is just... I will have an idea... Uh, an idea about something. Or, or something will, will strike me. And I will just jot it down... Uh, this is a future, future and past shows. I don't know if you can see that. At some point, we'll be discussing Global Global Hypercolour. You're too young to know what that is, but it's going to be a great show. <laughs> English Insults, we did last night. And uh, Youth Centres. I can't remember what that is. That's the problem, is I write these things down. <laughs> right, I can't okay. remember why I wrote them down. Well, camera's not zooming in on it anyway. Uh, you don't have a pin code on your iPhone, do you? Um, what do As you mean? In to unlock it. Uh, no, not anymore. Okay, good, because I, I might have just recorded that. Oh no! Oh no! I don't. No, 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 no. That was me, guys. Me. I, I've been sent loads of emails from these stupid, stupid Facebook groups. Oh. Just everyone, piss off. Calm. Yeah. <sighs> stay, ang stay angry free. No, it's, I am angry free. It's, uh, these, these, are, these, these small things are things that fuel me. Okay. Um, you said 
going back to your anger, actually. Yes. That when you were younger, you were quite an angry person. Yes. Do you think you've mellowed out now because of age or because you've sort of um, had to mature because, of course, you've got family? Lots of different things. Um, because I'm a dad, that definitely has, has had a huge impact. Uh, meeting my wife, uh, she is awesome at calming me down and pointing out what is important and what isn't important and I've kind of learnt stuff from her um, not drinking anymore getting older uh, caring less about my career, I used to really be very, used to fret about my career and be very anxious about it and very bitter about perceiving other people to be doing more, be more successful than me and now I'm quite happy with what's going on so yes, I'm a lot more chilled Okay, um, although people touch on it all the time, when you mentioned... By the way, you can ask me anything. I can ask you anything. You can ask me anything and I won't snap okay. your head off at all. Um, the whole Gervais yes. thing, does that still, does that grind you? Not at all. It did for a long, long time. Because uh, uh, you think you're better? Did I say, well, well you have to be, the thing is, you say these things, I say these things and they get taken out of context. <laughs> Uh, well, no I used one's going to listen to my podcast. No, they fine. will, man. I'm going to plug it. You're going to get huge listeners. Oh, thank you. Uh, I, I, I was a huge fan of Gervais before he joined the 11 o'clock show, and I was one of the people that campaigned really hard to get him to be on the show with, with us. Um, and he auditioned to be the co-host with me, and that would have been a completely different show. Uh, and he didn't get that. Daisy did. So I was, And I got on really, really well with him during uh, the 11 o'clock show. We got on really well, and we were all kind of always hanging out in each other's dressing rooms and talking nonsense. Um... And he would, I remember he phoned me up when he was doing Room 101, uh, saying some of the stuff that he was thinking of putting in, in Room 101 that he wasn't allowed to. Uh, it was quite offensive. Could you give an example? I probably shouldn't. I probably shouldn't. Yeah, I know, but where have morals ever come into this? No, I know, but I, I, I kind of, I probably shouldn't. Exclusive, but, uh, exclusive. No, I've got, I've got a brilliant tape of Ricky Gervais that we, we anyway, I can't go into that. <laughs> so, um... And he would kind of keep in touch as he went off and had successes. And uh, obviously Mackenzie was in the office, and I was—I I, was—I lived with Mackenzie for years. You know, we were flatmates and stuff. Um, and as kind of his career and Sasha's career went up, and mine sort of went down, there was a lot. There was a lot of bitterness and resentment. De resentment from me, definitely. Where not because I thought I was better than him. I probably didn't even think I was as good as him because he is—you know—he's very special. I think, but um, I just couldn't understand why my career wasn't going the way it was, why I wasn't getting jobs and why I wasn't doing as well as I thought perhaps I should be doing. So I projected that insecurity and that low self-esteem onto him and Sasha and other people who are doing better than me, um, and it became kind of resentment towards him. That has got, I should say, that has gone and has been gone for years now, you know, for, for, for quite a few years. Um, but, yeah, I was jealous, yeah, definitely, definitely. But now I think it's fantastic. Well done. You know, congratulations. He's, he's brilliant. And I, I, I've... No, I, I bumped into him. It was years ago now, actually, I bumped into him. And he was very... You know, he's, he's, he's a nice bloke and, you know, well done. OK, will there ever be any times where you're going to, like, call him up randomly and, like, hey, Ricky? I haven't friend. got his number anymore. <gasps> there, uh, uh, no, <laughs> I haven't. List. Um, no, I haven't. There's kind of... Me and a friend might be calling it... Might be asking him for a favour at some point soon. Top secret project that I'm not allowed to talk about. So there's an exclusive. I can tell you no more. <laughs> He's a friend. Uh, Paul Garner, a friend of mine called Paul Garner, who's a writer and, and an actor and is brilliant, and we, we might call him up for a favour. Was this a TV show? I don't know. <laughs>
it's not it's it's, some, it's just like a little project that we've got at the moment that um uh, you know might be might be fun which we might put on the internet or something and paul knows ricky so there, there might be all oh, right okay so cool um that leads nicely on to although you're presumably happy at absolute radio oh yeah loving it um I think I remember hearing that your contract runs out in about five months. Runs out at the end of January, I think. Okay. Um, touch wood, you get it. But if you don't, do you have any sort of like back burner projects that you want to get going? No. None. It's all, all of my eggs are in this basket. This is it. I'm screwed <laughs> if it goes wrong. Uh, I'm sort of. I'm very. I'm tentatively writing a book about being uh, being on the radio. So it would start from when I started uh, in, in Milton Keynes Radio and through to XFM and uh, six and LBC and then six again and then here and. Uh, bits and pieces of Radio 4 so I'm, I'm sort of writing that but I've not done anything for a couple of weeks so I need to pull my finger out um, there's kind of a little bit more TV work has been happening you know small things on this morning and bits and pieces so no are we going for the arty shot we're going for the arty shot now um, so no now now is kind of the sort of the time uh, where, where are we now mid-August it runs out of January now is sort of the time I would be panicking working <laughs> I, did, I was having a little panic the other day because we're about to get the house done and it, it's kind of dependent on getting another contract. Um, it's one of those things, you know, who knows what's going to happen. I, I, and, I, again, I used to panic a lot. Now, I don't know. My podcast figures are really good. My listening figures are kind of quite good. I just have to hope that that's enough, really. And your complaints are quite low, because going through your website, you've got, like, all of these incredibly douchey emails good, and things. They? Are they all real they're all real the ones that they're Jeez. yeah some of they're the people real. on there i don't know where they've crawled out from they're all they're... real there's i mean there's a lot of abuse on there we that's kind of died off a bit now and i like i like getting those emails we, we still get some but um i like it when people phone up say like, your show is rubbish well don't listen go and listen to capital or, or heart or, or whatever i'm good this is my station and i'm going to keep listening until you go you say well I'm, i've got i'm here till 2012 you know so you're going to have quite a miserable time. People have always phoned me up. LBC, people have always phoned me up and said they didn't like me. When I went to LBC, it was very exciting because it was mainly listened to... This was how it was, the job was sold to me. The station was mainly listened to by um, Jewish women who were 65 and plus. Uh, and so the audience was... And was literally Well, no, it, it was literally dying. The audience was literally dying. And so they got me in to try and kind of make it a bit hip and a bit young and, and get a younger audience in. So I would go in... And, you know, do, if you had to go gay to save the world, who would you bum and uh, we should close all the blockbusters... No, close all libraries down and turn them into blockbusters and kids should be allowed to smoke at 13 to build up a tolerance to it. And these women in their 60s and 70s would go mental and they would phone up and just really lay into me. And gradually, over a period of time, people in, like, their 30s, their 20s and even in their teens would latch on that this old woman's station was actually doing something a little bit alternative and a little bit different. A bit controversial. Well, yeah. And so suddenly kids who'd been forced to listen to it in their grand's houses or in their parents' cars would go, oh, actually, this bloke who my mum and dad think is shit is actually quite good, you know. And so I can't remember what the, what the question was, but yes, there's, no, your, answer. there's your answer. Thank you. Yeah. Woohoo. Um, is, this, is this definitely recording? Yeah, fucking better be. is there, there's no level. Should there be a level? I don't think so. Oh, okay. Expensive. okay. Uh, Hello. <laughs> okay. On the controversial yes. note, your show nowadays has become quite a bit less risky, yeah. would yeah. you say? Um, would you ever consider doing something a bit like, I don't know if I can say, like Tim Shaw, for example? What do you mean by what, what Tim Shaw does? 
we know what Tim Shaw does. I, I, do you know, I never really listened. Um, well, he did some pretty stupid things, and he's been sacked from every radio station. Theoretically. No. According to Wikipedia, I must say that. According to Wikipedia, he's pretty much been sacked from no, every I radio wouldn't. station he's done. Because I've got a mortgage and a baby now. Six years ago, when I was at LBC, I would push things further because I wasn't married, I didn't have a baby. Uh, and I did have a mortgage, but it wasn't as big as it is now. Um, uh, uh, being older and having responsibilities has made me take my foot off of the um, controversial pedal slightly. I can't afford to get sacked. And I've done all the controversial stuff. Every now and then I'll throw something in to the mix. And um, I never really liked Tim Shaw's show. I didn't really, I thought it was quite old fashioned and quite lazy. Let's get two lesbians in and they're going to kiss on the radio. And here's a bloke who's killed somebody and here's a prostitute. And mm. that's kind of easy. Uh, and that's what he does, and he does it very well, and he's, you know, well done, Tim, congratulations. It did. I, it never really appealed to me, that kind of zoo format. Mm, well, really. I've, I've got to be honest, I've never listened to it. I just, I went through Wikipedia. Yeah. Uh, it, la- lazy. Um, Wikipedia, the, the home of made-up facts. The home of made-up facts. Yeah. There's very little on you, actually. I know, they've, I, they've, they've locked the page, I think, so it was getting vandalised so much. Well, you did encourage that. I did encourage it a bit, yeah. <laughs> I, I, I vowed to myself that I wasn't going to look up on Wikipedia because I didn't want to be tainted yeah. by what they'd written and then ask questions about that. And then I was like, well... This might be like your thing, Buzz, yes. I don't know. I, I thought I'd better have a look. And then there's really... Not a lot. Not a lot on you. So maybe people listen to this podcast and then start writing. It's factually incorrect as well, a lot of it on there. Wikipedia, is yeah. it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can't, I can't well, think of anything. They've got my first, there, ra- my first radio job was before XFM. Uh, there was one in, Hira- uh, in Milton Keynes in 1997. Uh, and there's other stuff on there that's kind of factually incorrect. I think for I don't know if it still says I'm in a Kiss tribute band. It said that for a while. I'm not. <laughs> but you do play an instrument, though. I do play. I play a little bit of bass guitar in, in a band, and we do do a Kiss song. But um, and I've sung with a Kiss tribute band once, Dressed to Kill, who are awesome. But I'm not in one. There's other stuff on there. I was looking at it the other day for some reason. I can't remember why. Vanity. Vanity. <laughs> Always. <laughs> people, no, the people on Twitter. Because I, I, I search myself on Twitter. No, right? Twitter's another thing I was going to ask. About, like. you, uh, yeah, you can do. But I, I search myself on Twitter. And then if someone on Twitter is calling me the, the C word, I will then have to say, why are you calling me that? And they'll go, oh, you look, you look yourself up on Twitter. Yeah? yeah. If, if you knew that there were people calling you the C word or talking about you, then you would look yourself up on Twitter. Of course you would. There's no, there's not, there's not arrogance or vanity. It's curiosity. Mm. You know, I'm bored at home. I'm supposed to be working. Oh, no, I'll type my name into Twitter and see what comes up, you know. So if someone's calling me the C word, I will retaliate. Yeah, I was going to say, because there was quite a big um, argument going on Facebook quite recently. I think you called her the C word back, didn't you? I might have done. Uh, was this on Twitter? Yes. Oh, uh, yeah. Was well, on the radio? No, there was a girl, there was a girl who was mental. But we made up, we made up, I often make up with these people, you know, by showing them a human side, they kind of, they have this... Oh, you use that line, I've got a kid and a mortgage. Yeah, people say, you're a I've horrible a person. Oh, my, my mum's ill, I love my mum, I look oh, yeah, after my mum, I've got a little one. boy. I'm a, I'm a normal bloke, really, you know, I'm not driving around... Drinking champagne, you know, I'm just <laughs> a bloke. <laughs> I'm just a bloke doing a job. And if you can't, again, this is the thing where people confuse the show personality and the Twitter personality and think that that's actually what I'm like. And that's probably my fault, mm. you know, and that's probably my fault, and that's fine. And I, and I sort of live with that. But could you not have gone down the road of Sasha and then create actual? Oh, I've got characters and stuff. I can't do that. I can't. I can't. If I, you I couldn't be asked, or no, I can't. I haven't got the skills to do that. I, I, I did years ago try and do characters, but they all looked and sounded like me, you know. So I kind of <laughs> thought, well, it's easier. It's easier just to do it as me. And that has may, maybe it's slightly been uh, my downfall. You know, the eleven o'clock show. 
person when I was hosting the clock show that was a character that wasn't me that was me doing someone but he, he had my name and looked like me and so people Just still yeah, people still think that that's me you know that that's kind of that's me and it's it uh, it, it wasn't really I'm not complaining don't people you know think I'm whinging and stuff I'm not I'm having a great time <laughs> thanks very much <laughs> fair enough um sticking to twitter quickly do you think this flash question here yeah. it's the future or the downfall of society Especially considering the um, very topical riots. I don't think Twitter's that important. I think Twitter's importance has been overplayed. Um, it, it. I think it's just like a fun toy, and it'll, you know, it'll be around forever. But it's not. It's not important. It wasn't important in Iran and Libya. And people say, oh, it's, well, it's the Twitter revolution. It wasn't really. It's not really important in these riots. People would find other ways of communicating, you like know. Phone each other or text. Yeah, text. This is the thing. So we need to close down the BlackBerry messaging network. Yeah. They'll just send texts then, won't they? Yeah, uh, you know, it's, it's, it, it, Twitter's, Twitter's a fun toy. And that's it. <laughs> Job done. Yeah. Interview over. <laughs> um, oh. That's actually quite good. Go on. Do you feel, although you might have already answered this, do you feel that you're financially driven or is the type of job you do an important one? I ask this because you were on a sitcom recently that I know nothing about. I just know that you got weren't The persuasionist, you got panned terribly. Uh, uh, important in what way? Like I'm achieving um, something in the world for uh, making the world a better place or...? As in, do would you hate yourself... If you took on a job that was shit, or would you think, oh, well, I'm earning money off it? Do you take a certain amount of pride in your work? Is probably yes, I do. Okay. I have done jobs that I think are shit for the money. Uh, I turned down... Uh, as I, again, it's this thing of getting older and having more responsibilities. As I get older uh, uh, and, you know, have kids and, and houses and... St- uh, houses, a house and stuff. Um, yeah, I would consider doing more low-rent stuff that I wouldn't have considered four, five, six, seven years ago. I turned down a lot of... I walked out of a series of the 11 o'clock show because I didn't think it was good enough. That was a huge mistake, so I walked out five days before it transmitted. Uh, I was going to make £90,000 from doing that. It was a 10-week run, £9,000 a week, which is a ridiculous amount of money. Ridiculous. I'd never been on anything before like that before or since. Uh, and I walked out because I didn't think it was funny enough and I thought that was me showing integrity uh, and uh, 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 standing up for my beliefs it wasn't actually, it was a really fucking bad decision and it let a lot of people down and I should have made that decision six months earlier so it, it, so that didn't help at all uh, I turned down hosting Have I Got News For You at one point, again, kind of like well I don't want to do it, you know da, 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 da. it would have been good, I was, I was re- the real reason and I can admit this now is I was terrified I was absolutely terrified oh. and I've, I've, of just being shit of just getting found out and then all going, you're shit. Uh, and so I turned that down. Terrible mistake. Yeah, yeah. have you not like seen some of the hosts they've had recently? Well, yeah, yeah. yeah. I know, it was when I was doing Rise, and my excuse was, oh, I have to be up at half past two in the morning to do Rise, I'm going to be knackered. What stupid excuse is that? And my agent, who I was with, with a different agent than I am now, should have took me aside and said, this is, you are making a terrible mistake. She didn't, and she went, oh, fair enough. Um, but again, my responsibility, I expect, accept responsibility for that. Um... Yeah, I've done stuff for the money. Yeah. Of course you do. Of course you do. You, you know, you, I mean, I've turned down Big Brother. I've <laughs> well turned down Big Brother. But you did work on it before, haven't you? Big Brother's Little Brother. Mm. But that's different from going in. That's 300 quid for popping in and dicking around with George Lamb or Dermot O'Leary. That's fine. <laughs> because I think that was my first introduction to you, actually. On, on Big Brother's Little Brother? Yeah. I hate Big Brother, but I just saw you on it. And then... I didn't used to watch Big Brother, so I would go in 
They made me do it for the la- watch it for the last two series. But I would go in and say, right, who's who's the gay one? Who's the one that everyone hates? Who's uh, the one that everyone likes? And who's the whatever you know, right. the fe- the feisty one? And I would kind of just talk about them. Adlib. Yeah, yeah. But then they made me watch it towards the end. <laughs> oh, uh, so I've turned down Big Brother like four or five times. You know, I, 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 hey, listen, man. If if there's someone offered me enough money, I would consider doing anything. Could you do Big Brother though with your family commitments? Uh, I, I, I would, I would uh, say never say never, but I'd probably never do Big Brother. Probably. Well, you'd be on Channel 5 now, so you're not going to write Channel 5, it's a no one's, no one's easy. Uh, you know, if they offer me £100,000, then uh, who knows? Get in the bloody house. Exactly, who knows? Uh, but I, 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 I kind of think Big Brother is perhaps a step too far for me to be in. I think it's a great show, it's a brilliant show, I love watching it. I, th- no, I don't it think I could be in the house. I, I've never watched it, but... Well, for a whole series, but I think the idea of it to start with was good. No, yeah, it's yeah, I'd be interested to see what Five do with it. Uh, the Jungle, I could consider doing. I've, I've, I've turned down the Jungle in the past three or four times. I could, cons- I could see myself doing that now. I've turned down the Skating on Ice a couple of times. I, I can't see myself doing be too that. Graceful I'd be, on I'd the be ice. terrible at that. I'd be <laughs> terrible. Funny. I'd watch it if you went on. Yeah, but I would. Yes, if if the price is right. Oh, yeah, of course you would. You know, if someone offers you a lot of money, of course you would. So, what was um, "Come Down with Me"? Was that for the shits and giggles, or was that for <laughs> shits and giggles? Is that a phrase now? Yeah, oh. I know. I only found it out last year. Shits Some Australians giggles. or shiggles, if you're shiggles, if you're hit. Again, they'd asked me four times to do it, and I said no. I'm quite private in real life, so I, I never allow anyone to film in my house. Was that your house? That was my house, but I knew that we were going to be moving soon, so oh, I was, right, I was all right with it. But um, I, I don't like people knowing about me. Particularly on TV. So, so I'd, I'd said no four times. Then they asked me again, and I love the programme, and I suddenly said to my agent, what do, you, what, do you, what do you think, you know? And she said, do it. It was, was £3,000. Uh, she said, it'd be good exposure. And I kind of saw it as an opportunity to, to present myself as actually being quite a nice bloke. I don't know if that works or not. I hated doing it. I hated it. I, but it was a really good show. I thought the show was very funny and was worth the effort, but I hated it. Uh, yeah, you didn't get on with some people. Lembert Opic. Yeah, obviously. Everyone else <laughs> I thought was lovely. It was all right, but it was just so long. Do you know what I mean? You be at someone, they, they lie to you. They say, right, you'll finish at 12, you'll be home by half 12 every night. And we didn't, we didn't leave people's houses till like half two in the morning. The day they came to film at mine, they turned up at half past eight in the morning after I'd got home at three o'clock in the morning. Turned up at half past eight, and then they left at four. What did they expect you to be doing at half eight in the morning? Well, they have to set up, and then they have to prepare... Then they have to film you cooking and preparing all the food. Cheating. Cheating. If it's buggers up, I'll just say it's Greek. Well, yeah, 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 I did a bit of that. I did drop a course that didn't work. Something didn't work. But, you know, I thought it was a really good show, and I I thought it came out really well, and I think it's hilarious, and I got off quite lightly, really, Mm. compared to some of the others. Why do they keep re-showing it now? I don't know. I don't get any more money for it. It was on the other day. It was on last week. Ask. I don't know. You, you sign a, you sign a, you away all your repeat fees. That's it. Three grand's all right, isn't it? Three grand's all right. That'll yeah. do. For a week. I was genuinely gutted. I came last though. Genuinely fucked off. Because <laughs> I thought I should have. I should have at least come third. Probably, possibly should have come, come second. Uh, Lembit should have because his food was awful. But I marked him too high. Originally, I marked him four, three or four. <laughs> <laughs> and then I said, oh, actually, I can't, because I was trying to pres- present myself as being quite nice. I went, can I do that again? Because if I look, if I give him a four, I'm going to look like I'm really horrible. So I gave him a six, and that, that was what up, that, that that messed it all up. Yeah, <laughs> he was weird, man. He was a nice bloke. Yeah, he he <laughs> phoned up, wasn't he? Yeah. yeah, he phoned up a couple of times, but 
Oh, <laughs> as if you're bit, not bitter, but as if you're um, a fool. I was fucked off for worried. coming last, man. Because the thing is, you have to sit there, and I knew I was going to come last because they were practising the shot. And uh, the cameraman has the shot, and so you're all sat there, and the cameraman kind of goes, right, so it'll be be four. And I said, you just put the camera at me. And he goes, oh, no, no, I was just practising. I said, I'm last, aren't I? He said, oh, no, I don't know. And I knew I was going to be last. (laughs) But still, when she reads it out, you kind of have to go, oh, well. Who was it? I can't remember who read it out. Jodie. Oh. And you have to go, oh, well, never mind. And I'm thinking, I'm going to be stuck here for another hour with these fuckers, and I've come last. (laughs) And just leave. Yeah, and at the, at the end, Lembit was being weird, and he went, and uh, look, to be honest, the real winner is friendship. And that, I, I thought, I cannot be involved in a show that allows that to go out. So I said, no, it wasn't actually Lembit. The real winner was Jodie, because she got the most points. <laughs> You're weirdo. <laughs> but he was, I'm being harsh, he was, he was a nice bloke. You know, he is what he, he is. He seems all right. He gets the girls. Does he? He gets hot girls. You never see, should we, uh, right, I'm going to Google um, uh, Lembit Opic's new, new girlfriend. Oh, hang on, I think... Oh, it doesn't matter anyway. We can do it regardless. Um, oh, they deleted my comments. Yes, go on. She's... He's a bit old, isn't he? Lembit Opic. Oh, we can move on to politics. Oh, yeah, go he's on. He's Lib Dem. He's a Lib Dem. He's on Lib Dem. He was a Lib Dem. He's not anymore. He lost his seat. I know, I kept reminding him of that. <laughs> uh, <laughs> just... Here we go. Get a screenshot. Which probably won't work. Oh, she just looks... I'm not going to say anything like this, but she's... Uh... Well, she's got love... Come on, man, she's lovely. I've got a girlfriend. I'm happy. <laughs> oh, look, listen, I've got a beautiful wife and I'm very happy, but, um, you know, he does bat above his uh, average. Yeah, but he won't... How? How is he doing it? He Come must on, have Ian. a huge penis. Is that... <laughs> that's your... That's your... Again, looking slightly manic over the screen. Yeah. Not bitter, is <laughs> Never bitter. Never bitter. Not anymore. Not very rarely oh. I get bitter. Occasionally I do, but not very often. Politics. Yes. Orientation. Well, but they always say you should never talk about politics. No, I mean I d- I'm not very politically minded, but I, uh, I I've always been Labour, and then I I couldn't vote Labour in the last general election because of the illegal war in Iraq, so I voted Lib Dem. You voted Tory. Well, exactly. So what a waste that was. So I can't vote Lib Dem again because Nick Clegg stitched me up and sold me down the river and, and has completely betrayed me. So I would probably... Uh, it would probably be... Uh, it probably be Labour again next time. Good. That's I say, that. I say good. I'd, they're all fucking useless, isn't it? They're all pretty useless. They're all pretty much the same as they are. But, yeah, I, I, I couldn't vote Labour because of the, the Iraq war. I thought that was, was an atrocity, mm. man. <laughs> Most people couldn't vote Labour because Gordon... I thought he was all right. I thought he was. I thought he was. He was. I thought he was better than. He was definitely better than Cameron. Uh, Cameron. I, I thought he was better than. I, I, I thought he was better than Clegg. I always knew Clegg was kind of a bit Spinous. smarmy. Yeah, yeah smart. He was gonna. He's gonna cross the floor. Yeah, yeah. Totally. He'll go to Tory. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah. like oh well, I fucked my own part. Well, my party over. Well, when, when they get voted out next time, which they will do, uh, he'll get. He'll be out of a job immediately. You know, if he doesn't get out of a job before then. Oh, I think they will be. I think heads will roll. Yeah. After these riots. Yeah. Things crossed. Heads will roll. Literally, heads will roll. Literally, if things keep going the way they are. Scary, man. We're living I'm in saying that. Times. We're in a basement. Yeah. It's like a nuclear Fuck bunker. Fuck, could have been ended. It's like a nuclear bunker. Do well. Is it... Yeah, it is. Do we even get signal in here? Uh, yeah, sometimes. Well, I'm on, I'm on Virgin. Is so, it um... hit and miss? <laughs> you, won't, you won't get a Virgin signal here. They blocked that. So <laughs> they so take over. As soon as they left. Yeah. It's, it's out. Like, you bastards not It's out. <laughs> Do you prefer... Work... Can you say that? Do you prefer working for Absolute over Virgin? Even though you get paid theoretically more because you're on longer you're paid less per show um what why 
Well, it's just the way it works. Um, do I prefer... I, d- d- there's no real difference for me. Uh, I don't really feel that affected by it. I think Absolute is, is you know, it's had a really strong set of figures. This, uh, at last, which is I think it deserves, because I think that the people here are genuinely trying to, trying to push it as a brand. I wasn't really at Virgin long enough for it to have registered with me. When did you start? Well, I can't remember when... Uh, I can't remember if I was... Maybe I was there for a year before. I don't really remember. And also, coming in at night time, or at the... Oh, hang on. Oh, we are. Yeah. Uh-oh. Memory card's full. Oh. Memory card is full. Memory card is full. That's a four-gig memory card. That is yeah, quite... but are you shooting in, like, HD or something? That doesn't do HD. That's, that's quite an old camera. Oh, look, it is an old camera. Oh, that's bugger. Right, we've got a two-gigabyte memory card here, which means we've probably got about... Memory cards are well expensive. This was that four gig one was eight quid or something. Oh really? Yeah. Oh, in that case, they're not that expensive. Yeah. Um, swap this over. Um, oh, don't be a dick. Had better get the pretty obligatory photo of you in. Smile. <laughs> right. You want, you want this one? You want this? This is one. You want the one where you're working and looking. Ah, uh, one. And there we go. You don't look. You look a bit orange. I'm a bit orange. Well, you shouldn't. You should never use a flash. Flash is. Uh... It's automatic. It's fine. Um, better carry on videoing. Uh... Low points of your career. Low points of my career. We're filming a, a, a chat show for Channel Four called The First Show. Um, a whole series of that, and it never got showed. Shown. Shown. Showed, shown. Did you get paid? Uh, I did get paid, but I, I was really proud of it, and it never got shown. They didn't think it was good enough to show, so that was was terribly gutting. Not working for almost a year after Rise finished, that was was uh, was very depressing. Um, having to leave LBC because I, I, lo- I used to love LBC. I had a great time there. That was 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 quite depressing. Um, yeah, there's been there's been a few. <laughs> okay, there's been a few high point. Um, uh, see well, if this matches the one on your website. Well, uh, I would. Uh, Should have said that. Of the crit. I can't remember. The, the eleven o'clock show, probably is is um the, the two the two shows I'm two TV shows I'm most proud of are the eleven o'clock show and Rise. Um, eleven o'clock show because I was twenty five years old when I got that, and it was it was amazing. Suddenly I'm, I've gone from signing on and being broke and having to move back to my mum's, to being twenty five earning all right money, and presenting a TV show. Wonderful, and you know, and it had Ricky, and it had Sasha, and it had Mackenzie, and Dom Jolly, and Charlie Brooker, and Daisy, and Paul Garner, and Alex Lowe, and all of these people, you know. Uh, so it was just the most exciting thing going into work on that, and also Rise, which no one watched, um, but I loved. I, I genuinely think it, it was it was a really good show, and in the last week, I was vindicated. The last two weeks or so, when it was before it was been taken off, Vic and Bob wrote a brilliant review. I think in the People, just saying it was the funniest show on TV, and that. Vindicated a whole year of terrible viewing figures, terrible reviews, everything. That my two heroes had kind of spotted it and thought it was funny. Do well then. What did they say on my website? Um, interviewing. Oh shit! I want to say Brian Wilson, but I know it's not the one from the Beach Boys. Yeah, could it be? yeah Brian Wilson's the Beach Boys. Brian yeah. Wilson. Yeah, yeah. I'm thinking of Brian Blessed. Oh, Brian Blessed. Sorry. Yeah. Brian Blessed wasn't the Beach <laughs> Boys. No. That'll be a strange, strange sound. Yeah. Going for. yeah well, you know, there, and there are nice things like that. I've met some amazing. I've met my heroes. You know, I've met the Monkeys. I've met some of the Beach Boys. I've met uh, Andy Partridge from XTC. You know, I've, I, I've, 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 you know, had some pretty good things happen. Well, you spoke to one of your heroes over the phone quite recently, Boyd. 
Tommy Boyd. What happened there? Well, it turns out he's a bit of a dick. Okay. I've got. When is this going to go out? Because I've got. <laughs> I have got I something know. up my sleeve. When I'm editing it, I've, I'm, he, I'm not going to. The odds of him hearing this are very, very slim. Very, very slim. I'm, I'm, I'm uh, possibly this week or next week. Eloise and I are going to prank call him. I've got his. I've got his home number. We're going to prank oh, call him. Oh, you're not going to do a brand, are you? No, no, no. Well, no, we're not going to do anything like that. But I've got. He's desperate for a job, right? And I know someone who knows him. And he does all this, oh, I'm not really that bothered about working, but he's desperate for a job. And so I'm going to phone up as um, a programme controller from, like, a crappy little radio station and offer him a really shit gig. <laughs> right. And so, see if he takes it. And see if he takes the bait. And now, I'm not, as, you, as I said, I'm not very good at voices, so that, that will be my... So this is why I need, to, I need to practice my voices and build up to doing it. OK, but, um, yeah. Um, I should probably say now that I'm not going to be editing the audio for this at okay. all. It's going um, to as, as is, good. As is, yeah. Yeah, raw. I can't be bothered with that. No. I just had a little introduction bit, but other than that, I no, think, to good. be honest, this, it needs to be seen. Um, video, I'll probably take snippets out of you flapping your arms about, is always yep. interesting. Um, and because this is going to run out in a minute, and I'll probably have to take some things off. Um, but yeah, is there anything really you'd like to finish on? Is there anything you'd like to tell to the kids. Have you done all the questions on your thing? Um, I've done all of the questions, but to be honest, I'm, I was never that impressed with the questions. Were you always very tall? Were you always very tall? Were you, I know, that's why I said... You re- were, were you always very tall? Not when I was very young. Uh, <laughs> if you don't mind, why did you change your last name? Yeah, why did you? Uh, was it strictly personal, or were the requirements in the Senate? My real name is Rugby. Um, my original name is Rugby. R-O-U-G-V-I-E. No one could spell it, and no one could say it. So I was always kind of thinking, well, I'm going to... It's not really a very showbiz name. And for a long, long time, I didn't get on with my dad. I thought he was an idiot. Mm. And we didn't see each other for years and years and years. So those two factors combined... I've made up my dad now, and we're friends, but um, changing the name was the right thing to do. Where's rugby originate from? Well, it kind of sounds French, but my granddad is Scottish. There's there's all these nonsense stories in my family about the Scottish origins of it. I don't believe a word of it. But it's, uh, there's a famous Scottish footballer called Doogie Rugby who used to play for Aberdeen, I think. He's like a second cousin or something. Um, have you ever considered a career in music? We'd all love to be a pop star, wouldn't we? <laughs> Does your fame interfere with your personal life? Not anymore. I'm not famous anymore. I used yeah. to, when it started, I used to get a really like incredibly hot girls come up to me and kind of ask me out. And I was going out with someone, so I never uh, took them up on it. But it was it was amazing. It was literally one minute I was this lanky, ugly geek that couldn't get a girlfriend. Apart from I did I did get a beautiful girlfriend. Uh, and then one night I'm on TV, and then suddenly I'm still this lanky, un- awkward bloke. But hot girls are coming up to me, man. It's a strange phenomenon. Doesn't really happen now at all because I'm not on TV anymore. Um, I told you questions are quite bare. I was planning to no good. This is this ad lib it as it were. I think we've benefited more. No, you've done. Listen, man, you've done a good job. Thank you very much. I have nothing more to say. Nothing more Peace. to say. Peace. Advice for the kids, we better do something advicey. Advicey? I don't I mean, people say to me, how did you get a radio show? Well, I used to do a TV show. That's how I got a radio show. Do a TV show and they'll offer you, anyone will offer you a radio show. Uh, advice, you know, just... Um, I, don't, I, I don't really know. I, all I know is when I was at school, I wanted to be like an actor or some sort of performer. And my teachers laughed at me and said, yeah, yeah, but what do you really want to do? I said, no, no, I really want to do it. I really want to work in TV or something. And they said, no, you can't. i tell you what you could do. You could become a primary school teacher and teach drama. And so I kind of looked at that for a while. And only because I messed up my A-levels... If I hadn't messed up my A-levels, I would have gone to t- teacher training and I would be a teacher somewhere, which is great. And I'm, do you know what? I may go back and do that one day. Um, but I kind of just... It sounds so corny, doesn't it? Have, just have faith, man. Have faith. If you want to do it, then, then it might happen. It might not, but 
It might. What the hell? You might as well. You might as well have a go. You've got to have a go at it, and if it don't work out, then be realistic and stop. But just have faith and love each other, man. Peace. Come on. What's all yeah, this fighting for, man? Well, thank you, Ian Lee. Grin for the camera. There we go. Cheers. Thank you, Tom. Thank you very much. Is that all right? Yeah, that's fine. Um, thanks. Thank you. Thank you, Audio Tom. 